Hello and welcome to this podcast series. Is your company ready for industrial scale additive manufacturing? Brought to you exclusively by Siemens PLM. I'm Dean Hanel, a member of the Siemens PLM marketing team. Today I'm joined by Robert Meschel, Siemens Director of the Additive Manufacturing Network Initiative. It's a new online collaborative platform designed to accelerate the use of additive manufacturing in the global manufacturing industry. This podcast, Jumpstarting ISOM with Siemens Additive Manufacturing Network, is the third in our four-part series on additive manufacturing. In podcast one, Additive Manufacturing, the Hype and Reality, we talked about how 3D printing or additive manufacturing has just started to accelerate and attract a lot of interest. Its real transformation is yet to come. In podcast two, Industrial Additive Manufacturing, the risks and opportunities, we spoke with Robert about the risks and opportunities in industrial additive manufacturing. In podcast four, the one following this podcast, Where to Start, we'll offer three use cases for industrial scale additive manufacturing. You can follow us on social media and also at www.siemens.com forward slash PLM forward slash AM podcasts for this entire series of podcasts and other great additive manufacturing topics. So with that, I'd like to welcome Robert Meschel to our podcast. Hello, Robert. Hello, Dean. It's my pleasure to be here with you again and talk about the future of industrial additive manufacturing. Great. Well, thanks for joining us. We ended our last podcast with a brief description of the Siemens Additive Manufacturing Network, which is a new type of service for Siemens. Can you elaborate on why Siemens is offering this network? Well, for us, Siemens, uh, additive manufacturing is a strategic direction. In Siemens, there are um, many business units that are leveraging very significantly additive manufacturing, uh, businesses such as uh, power generation or mobility or engineers, uh, the medical device company of Siemens. These are all businesses that additive manufacturing can become a very significant uh, technology that we are starting to leverage and will continue to leverage in order to improve our position in the market. But Siemens is also uh, a very strong producer of technology into uh, the manufacturing industry. And uh, we saw very big opportunities in uh, specifically in collaborative business models that are starting to emerge these days. And when we look into the market of additive manufacturing, we really saw that there is a very strong need to uh, consolidate knowledge and tools in order to help uh, companies to make connections into the overall ecosystem within the additive manufacturing. This is not only about the direct suppliers, but this is really about how to address and access into some other suppliers in the market like uh, machine vendors and material vendors and uh, uh, software solution vendors and so on. So uh, this set of interactions that companies need to do was totally not managed and it was very hard for them to uh, locate uh, uh, a place where they could actually go and manage this kind of a trusted uh, connections. And we saw that there is a very strong need in the industry to bring all this knowledge together and to build some kind of a network that really connects all these players in order to generate one single place where the knowledge can be accessed and also to orchestrate the set of interaction and to digitize the set of interactions that need to take place between all these players. Well, this network sounds very exciting. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more, more about it, what it does and how it works exactly? It's uh, an ecosystem that connects all parties within the additive manufacturing domain. This includes uh, buyers, uh, service providers, service uh, bureaus, uh, machine vendors, material vendors, engineering, consulting, software solutions, and so on. 
What we saw is that there is uh, a lot of knowledge available in the market because really additive manufacturing is a process that is, is run for uh, the last uh, couple of decades and there are organizations that really manage to get very high proficiency in this technology. However, this uh, information is still segregated into very specific silos and we saw a very strong need to uh, bring this knowledge and make it more accessible to all parties who eventually need it. So the uh, mission that we put ourselves is to build this knowledge base uh, in a one central location in order to be able to serve uh, this knowledge and tools and the IP to all parties who need it and therefore to accelerate eventually the usage of additive manufacturing in the uh, industry. The way we do it is that we facilitate and orchestrate the base transaction that takes place between the uh, buyers, which are um, in most cases require either the parts to be produced or the uh, engineering and consulting services into such service providers who can help them to uh, deliver this part and to bring the knowledge into their organization. And by doing so, we start to collect data, and uh, this data is then being served in order to improve the uh, overall uh, service. Our um, major focus is here about uh, industrialization of the additive uh, manufacturing. So uh, our focus is about industrial companies, and therefore, we put ourselves uh, a very strong uh, target also to take care into the security and the privacy of the data. Uh, and this is a number one priority for us. What are the benefits of ISM for vendors and service providers? I think that the service providers, first of all, are looking for markets. And uh, any place where they can find a market is definitely a place where they want to be in uh, and find their customers. However, this is not, uh, for me at least, not the main reason why they are approaching this uh, network necessarily. I think that what uh, service providers are looking for is a network where they can improve and they can learn and that they can provide better service to their customer because uh, this kind of a network provides them the right infrastructure and facility to provide this better service. And any place that can help them to continue to uh, continuously improve and to provide better service, this is the place where they want to be. What, Robert, is one of the biggest misunderstandings of ISOM that you encounter? I think that uh, today there's still some kind of misperception that additive manufacturing is a separate domain. But eventually, additive manufacturing needs to be fully integrated into the manufacturing process. In order to have serious production or high uh, quantity production with additive manufacturing, this does not end up only in printing. You need to take care for all the uh, set of processes, which uh, may include machining, may include some uh, quality uh, processes that you need to do, you may have to involve robotics and other um, technological elements in order to uh, increase the uh, production rate. And therefore, um, when you look into a facility that produces in high volume in additive manufacturing, this is not only about printing, this is really about how to incorporate a large set of uh, manufacturing techniques. And therefore, uh, you need to think about an holistic manufacturing process and not into additive manufacturing as a segregated set of processes. It all sounds very exciting. When did the Siemens Additive Manufacturing Network debut, and you know, how has it been received? Well, um, we first announced our intention. It was uh, back in Hanover Messe in 2017, and in, uh, we launched it officially this Hanover Messe in 2018. I think that uh, the reception was really, for me, overwhelming. I can say in high confidence that this kind of a solution is really, really needed because all organizations that we're talking to, they actually express their need to have this kind of a knowledge and to be able to access the knowledge 
And you get so many different uh, requests from companies to get into this network and to be an um, active participant in this network. I think that this kind of a solution can really make a difference eventually in the additive manufacturing domain. Uh, we are still at the beginning. Definitely, this will take some more time until it, it affects is going to be uh, recognized within the market. But the amount of interest that we are gathering and the uh, interest and the uh, uh, request that we are receiving is really overwhelming. I think that what is also nice is that we, we are building the solution in a way that it can really uh, be attractive to different kind of audiences. It starts from newcomers, those who are relatively new into the industry. And for them, I think that what they're looking for is mainly knowledge and tools and basically how to get started with the industry and to have some kind of a trusted partner and trusted partners, not only Siemens who provide the network, but also all the uh, other players within the network that they can rely on and work with in order to uh, get started and to uh, run their uh, additive manufacturing processes, as well as uh, for those which are further along, because they're looking uh, into solutions to scale up their production and how to support the uh, set of uh, immediate needs that they have in uh, order management and in uh, uh, design for additive manufacturing and so on. But also, um, I think that they see very strong need for them to continuously improve their processes and understand how this kind of a network can help them to do that. The essence of every network is that uh, in order to make it sticky and in order to make sure that uh, people do stay within the network and continue to contribute, is that they need to see an increasing benefit whenever they um, get into the network and whenever they interact with the network. Anytime that they go there, they want to see something new and they, they want to be able to learn and to improve their existing processes. And this is a very big task that you took upon yourself, is how to build this network in a way that we can really deliver continuous benefit and improving benefits all the time. And I think that uh, our partners that we're starting to uh, work with right now, they are really tuned into this concept, into this idea, and they understand how this can help them, even if they are already uh, uh, quite fluent to the technology uh, today, because they understand that this technology is continuing to uh, evolve, and by combining forces together and by building a network and by relying on partners, this will be the best way for them to continue to improve faster than otherwise. Robert, do you see manufacturers using this in place of their existing production processes, or is this in addition to their in-house manufacturing capabilities? Well, I think that the reward uh, here is um, uh, hybrid, and this goes into multiple ways. First of all, additive manufacturing, as we discussed in the uh, previous sessions, um, eventually in order to master the domain, you have to partner and you have to rely on some external service providers as well as you have to experiment yourself. And therefore, this needs to be some kind of a combination between in-house and outsource production. And this all, ne- all needs to be managed in a fully uh, con- uh, consistent way. Also, uh, as, as discussed again before, a big part of the market in the industry today is still prototyping. And this will take time until the uh, full uh, serialized or, or production parts are going to take over prototype volume. And therefore, you need to run your prototype uh, business as well as your uh, sales production business. And again, it needs to be some kind of a consistent way. Uh, today, these are two separate uh, ways that they are doing it. And there needs to be an hybrid way that can really accommodate them both. Last but not least is that eventually additive manufacturing uh, will be yet another uh, manufacturing technique and it will be fully assimilated and fully integrated into the overall manufacturing processes. And today, uh, because this is a new domain, new technology, um, new set of machines, new set of supply chain, 
maybe slightly different set of processes. Organizations tend to uh, put it in a specific bucket and um, manage their additive processes in a separate way than the other uh, manufacturing processes, but eventually this needs to be fully converged and it needs to be uh, totally assimilated into the overall manufacturing set of processes. So I see also convergence of the technologies and convergence, I mean the IT technologies and convergence of the uh, software solutions in a way that it's going to be fully consistent between additive manufacturing and the traditional manufacturing techniques. Well, thank you, Robert. Great information on the Siemens Additive Manufacturing Network. In this, our third podcast, Jumpstarting Industrial Scale Additive Manufacturing, ISUM, with the Siemens AM Network, Robert discussed the network, how it works, and how manufacturers can use the network. I'd like to thank Robert for his insights. In our fourth podcast, Where to Start, Use Cases for Industrial Scale Additive Manufacturing, we will discuss how the manufacturing network will transform industrialized additive manufacturing. Please join us. Also, follow us on social media and at www.siemens.com forward slash PLM forward slash AM podcasts for this entire series of podcasts and other great additive manufacturing topics. Siemens. Ingenuity for life.